Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a really exciting episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm so glad to be back with you all once again for another great show. This week, we're putting a pause on our discussion of Disney's Hollywood Studios, and we are diving straight in to a discussion all about Disney Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, and a few other updates that Disney released last week. It's going to be a great conversation. There's been a lot out there in podcast land and on blogs and all over the place in the Disney sphere recently all about uh, these few recent news releases. And it's going to be exciting. It's fun. We also have a few guests that are going to pop in the comments on occasion. We'll be sharing some of their conversations all about their favorite non-Disney travel destinations. That's kind of our question of the day focus. And I think you will be in for a treat. So thank you all again so much for joining us on another episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. I would greatly appreciate your review on Apple Podcast. Feel free to go ahead and hit that pause button, pop over, take a couple of seconds to leave a review there, and I would greatly appreciate it. It would be a massive help to me in trying to reach some other other folks. I can't talk on this intro. <laughs> we'll leave it in there. Well, help me reach some other folks out there in podcast land. So let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is August the 24th, 2021, and tonight's topic is all things all things Genie Plus, excuse me, all things Genie Plus. So uh, you may have heard a little tidbit get dropped in the Disney sphere, Disneyverse, whatever you want to call it, last week. You may have heard felt the disturbance in the force as a formal announcement was made uh, kind of officially retiring it's the verbiage that disney's using uh retiring max pass and which is at the disneyland resort we'll talk about max pass in a little while uh, and also the fast pass slash fast pass plus system at the walt disney world resort and it's being replaced with this little thing called the genie genie plus and lightning lane so we're gonna get into all that kind of stuff i sent out an email if you're on my email list um i sent an email out to um, to all my people that are, that are on that kind of breaking it down sort of line by line. And I want to actually clarify a few things that are on there tonight. And we're going to get into that here in just a second. But once again, our, our question of the day is this. I would love to know where your next non-Disney travel destination is. And there's a reason why I'm asking that. It's because this show, again, 90% about Disney destinations. Occasionally we'll chat about other cruise lines like Royal Caribbean, even throw some universal in there, some conversations about, you know, all inclusives and, and other, other popular, you know, land tours and different destinations, but primarily a, a Disney focused uh, podcast and conversation uh, that we're having, but there's some great destinations out there to dream about, to experience some places that I've been, uh, that I look back fondly on uh, trips to national parks in Hawaii and Canada and uh, Bermuda and different parts of Europe and, and many other places that I've had the blessing to be able to go and some memories to be able to make the Bahamas, you know, of course. So uh, lots of really cool uh, experiences out there. And I would love to be able to know from some of you and uh, please feel free to share that in there. And if you've dropped that in uh, the comments, um, I will share that on, uh, on the feed for everybody. So, and I'm and if you did not put it on the live feed and it's, was in my personal feed or somewhere else. I'll only use first names uh, just to kind of respect everyone's privacy. So let's go ahead and get started on 
um, kind of a, a summary of uh, of of this big move that Disney made uh, last week. First things first. This is this was not a complete surprise. Uh, Disney did announce the Disney Genie many many months prior. I think it was at the D twenty three Expo in two thousand nineteen, uh, which is the big basically official D twenty three is the official Disney fan club. Yes, there is one that is sponsored, kind of run by Disney. It's called D twenty three. There's a free version. There's a paid version, uh, and there's some kind of perks and whatnot to that. Uh, to be able to go to the D23 Expo, you have to be a uh, kind of card-carrying member, so to speak, of D23. And it's, you know, moderately priced. It's not completely, you know, unaffordable. But there's some cool things that you get along with that. So, uh, anyway, uh, we can talk more about D23 later if you if you have questions about that. Uh, but the announcement th- there was made that this, this system would be coming called Disney Genie. There was no real, like kind of this is what it's going to do and you know this is what it's not going to do and this is what it's coming out because disney is very vague like about details until like actual launch day sometimes we really don't know like what things are are going to do even like with attractions and shows and new hotels and new experiences and whatnot you know even though we've gotten more information uh, all back all about the halcyon the the star wars galactic star cruiser you know, we still, there's still some mystery, you know, around it. it. So we really won't know what these things are like, what Genie, what Lining Lane is like uh, until the actual rollout of this. We have, we have an inkling. We have some hints. We have some hints along the way, but basically we're, it's going to, we're going to break it, break it down really into uh, three and kind of three and a half. I'm going to throw another category in there because Disney announced a few things, uh, kind of in conjunction with the with the Genie Genie Plus and Lightning Ring that I don't want to be lost in the process. And if you do have any questions about this stuff, please, please, please drop them in the comments. Uh, l- let them know that. Um, let, let me know what, what you think, like, give me your honest, if you're like, this is dumb, I don't want to pay this extra money. It should be free, whatever. I mean, I mean, tell me, because I want to hear your honest feedback and I won't filter it, you know, language, of course, but I won't filter it. Just, you know, kind of let me know where you're at. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts. So again, if you're on my email list and you read what I sent out, uh, you're going to kind of hear, most of, of what I said there, but I'm also going to add a few more things that I've learned since then. Uh, the, what I sent out was basically just a few hours after this formal announcement came out. I wanted to go ahead and get something out there for everyone uh, kind of as, as quickly as I could. So there shouldn't really be any corrections, but just uh, some things to add along the way. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about Disney Genie. And after we're done talking about the free part of Disney Genie, we're going to kind of go to our comments and see who all is hanging out uh, with us tonight and who has some answers to our question of the day. Again, wh- which is where is your next non-Disney travel destination? But first, all things Genie Plus. Let's get into it. Kind of set the foundation. So there's a free version that is coming out. It is called Disney Genie, not Genie Plus, but Disney Genie. Uh, Disney Genie will be kind of an add-on, a, a tab, part of the current My Disney Experience app that is out there. So it will not be a separate functioning app. This will be part of it that you will access via the My Disney Experience you know, app that you log into uh, with your Disney account. You know, if you have a Disney Plus account, uh, you know, it's it's the same login stuff. You know, that you use for the theme parks and even Disneyland and you know, run Disney races, all the all the Disney things. They kind of use one sort of universal login for everything. So, 
Side note, if you ever change your password on Disney Plus and you can't figure out why you can't get into your Disney World or Disneyland or Disney Cruise Line account, that's why. Uh, it uses one password and it changes it in all the systems. So if you ever change your password in one place, you got to remember that, you know, use a password thing to save stuff or just make note of it somewhere. All right. So Disney Genie, this essentially it provides a, uh, it's a system that works in conjunction with my Disney experience that provides a recommended daily itinerary, uh, the day of your park visit based on your preferences. So, uh, you know, forecasted wait times for attractions, current dining reservations, all these things that current dining, advanced dining reservations that you've already made are all taken into account as this genie sort of does its magic, if you will. And you make some selections like, you know, you might like a Star Wars or you might like, I don't know, Toy Story, say Hollywood Studio stuff, or you just like Mickey and Minnie and, or maybe you might like thrill attractions. You may just like, you know, characters, whatever it is, uh, it will give you some selections. And based off those responses, it's going to craft sort of an experience, an itinerary, uh, if you will. And, and this itinerary sort of, uh, you know, moves and evolves with the forecasted wait times um, of, uh, of your day. And, and again, works with any current advanced dining reservations that you may have and also may have the ability uh, to, pro to provide availability for current table service restaurants uh, that may fit within your itinerary. So keep in mind, uh, when making advanced dining reservations at Walt Disney World, the wind booking window for that starts 60 days out from, from the, your arrival date. So if you have booked an on-property package, uh, so your, your room and your tickets, staying in a Walt Disney World or kind of like Disney Springs area hotel, but you're booking it through an authorized Disney vacation planner agent, uh, you know, somebody that's that's authorized to book under these authorized Disney vacation planners like Travelmation. So somebody like me um, that, that's a that's a travel agent. Uh, you know, we book all our stuff directly through Disney. And one of the perks that comes with that is being able to book all your dining for the length of your stay. So, you know, you're not having to get up every single morning at uh, 5 a.m. Central or 6 p.m. Eastern or three o'clock, you know, specific time in the morning to book these because that's when those uh, when dining windows open. So that's one of the advantages of having somebody kind of work with you and booking these things directly through Disney is that, uh, you know, you can have somebody get up for you and make, you know, all these dining reservations and keep a lookout for ones that pop up uh, that you may not get the day of. So advanced dining reservations, very important. Uh, the Disney Genie experience will, will you know, merge with that, uh, hopefully seamlessly. It should work pretty well. Uh, again, it's also going to, the Genie will also provide a list of, this is just the regular Genie, the free portion again, uh, will provide a list of trip tips. So just kind of, you know, pro tips, uh, if you will. So there's a like 14 or 15 minute long video that uh, Disney shared. I think you can find it via the Disney Parks blog that sort of runs you through some of the basics. It's pretty, pretty detailed, honestly. Uh, and it was pretty helpful even for me. And you know, there's some other stuff that's out there as well. And we'll be hearing more as we get closer to the launch date of Genie Plus, which by the way, it's sometime in the fall. So Whatever the first day of fall is to whatever the last first day of fall in September to the last day of fall in December, that launch date could fall anywhere within that time frame. So, again, kind of being vague with the details, but sort of giving us a heads up and kind of time to prepare for what's coming. Uh, aside from the, the, the list of trip tips, there is a degree of flexibility 
uh, built in in case plans change. So like if ride attractions go down, if weather is an issue, uh, you know, if for some reason, you know, wait times flex real heavily one way or the other, there's some flexibility built into this app. So it will kind of automatically uh, keep up with the pace of your day and what is going on. So one of the cool things about this is that that, that Genie integrates with forecasted wait times. So before you would have to like, you know, pull up the My Disney Experience app or even not just before, but like right now, pull up the My Disney Experience app and kind of scroll through and you can look at like the wait times, the current wait times. Well, Genie integrates forecasted wait times. So based on guest capacity, uh, you know, and, you know, what's down, what's up and everything that's going on, uh, you know, this is kind of how it's going to work. So that's the free version of it. So this is, you know, all guests, if you are staying on property or not, get those features. Again, advanced dining reservations can be made. This is something completely separate from Genie. But just a tip, uh, advanced dining reservation can be made for length of stay. So for those harder to get restaurants, push those towards the end of your trip if you're staying on property and you'll have a higher chance of being able to get into those. Uh, just kind of a pro tip there. Uh, Disney Genie Plus. So this is the paid version of the Disney Genie. So all the things we just talked about would be included uh, with this. Uh, but before we get in with what we just talked about, uh, plus a few more things that we'll get into here in a second, but I want to go ahead and pop over to the comments to see who is uh, chatting with us tonight. So here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, Jen says, I feel like my travel agents uh, or my G Disney genies just saying that's funny. Uh, Ian says, like all those places that Disney resorts mimic. That's fun. Uh, Jen says she would love to visit Yosemite uh, someday and do some real climbing. So that's pretty cool. Um, good, solid comment there. Over on uh, the Facebook personal feed here, <laughs> my friend Chris Edwards. So Chris and Susan Edwards, as we've mentioned them before, uh, co-host of uh, Ear to Ear Magic. Uh, they have like their own YouTube channel and a really solid Instagram presence. And they do a decent amount on Facebook. They do a lot of fun stuff on TikTok as well. Uh, so uh, he, he says he's confused by the question, uh, where's your next uh, non-Disney travel destination? So uh, yeah, Chris and Susan basically live uh, essentially almost almost within walking distance of uh, of Magic Kingdom, but definitely within a few short minutes of a drive uh, to get over there. Uh, but they're really awesome people, super supportive and, and positive folks. And they both do a lot for, uh, for their clients um, as well as their followers as well. And they're great agents, uh, great team players as well. They're awesome people. Uh, Kelly says universal Orlando this weekend is kind of her next stop. And then a Virgin voyages cruise in October. Uh, Jessica says, Hey, we're at DVC Hilton Head right now, and it's heavenly. That is awesome, Jessica. Uh, I'm glad y'all are there hanging out, having a good time. Uh, so if, in case you don't know, uh, Disney Destinations does have some non-theme park-focused destinations. There are basically three of them. Uh, there's Disney's Vero, Vero Beach uh, Resort, which is a DVC-based resort. It is not too far from the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, there's Disney's Hilton Head Resort, which is in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, off the coast. Uh, great location. I've had folks stay there before. And also Disney Aulani out in Hawaii. So those three places are great destinations to check out. If you want the Disney level of service, maybe a character sighting or two uh, in, in that wonderful experience that you get. Uh, but you don't want the theme park. Uh, 
and, and they're they're still great for families as well. So just because there aren't like rides and stuff, uh, if you're beach people, you're gonna love uh, love those three destinations. Uh, David says Carnival Cruise in a couple of weeks, um, and Charles says Key West by car from uh, Coco, so Florida. So that's awesome. Um, Adam says hoping to get to an AI by the end of the year, so an all inclusive that'll be awesome. Uh, Ormond Beach for Thanksgiving from Matt. Beaches Negril. Uh, from Jesse. So the Beaches in the Grill is a family-based all-inclusive resort in Jamaica. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, I am a bit jealous of that. That would be a place I would one day want to take my family for sure. Uh, Ian says New Orleans for a little bit of French Quarter. Uh, Atlantic Beach. Uh, some other places that are mentioned. Atlantic Beach, Atlanta, uh, Disneyland. What? That's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'll be at Disneyland also in October, so that'll be fun. Uh, Secrets uh, Resorts, which is another um, all-inclusive resort for adults. It's great. And then the Albu Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta from Katie. This is one of those things, like, when I think of balloons, this is one of the things I think of. So, like, like hot air balloons, not like, you know, birthday balloons. So, like, anyway. So, uh, Colin says, oh, wait, two trips to Universal before my next Disney trip. So, a lot of y'all got a lot of great comments tonight. Thank you for um, commenting and interacting with us in the feed. So y'all are good, good people and really appreciate your interaction. That kind of makes the show a little bit more exciting. Uh, so let's get back to Disney Genie Plus. We'll pop back over to the comments here in a little bit and see uh, who else has dropped in tonight um, about our question of the day, where your next non-Disney travel destination is. So back to Genie Plus. Uh, Genie Plus, again, is going to take everything from the regular free version of Disney Genie and then plus it up a notch. Um, there are a few different things about uh, Genie Plus at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. The first thing is going to be the pricing. At Disneyland in California, uh, Genie Plus is $20 per person per ticket day. So, you know, if you have, uh, say if you're going for two days, it's $20 times two. Uh, if, you're, if you have like a family of four and you want to use Genie Plus, uh, that's, you know, and you're going for two days, that's $20 times two, uh, or $20 times four times two again. So, uh, you know, you kind of get the picture. It's 160 bucks for a couple of days. Uh, but there's a lot of great things that come with it. One of the key differences for Genie Plus and Disneyland, I'm going to kind of go ahead and give you a teaser here, uh, is that all of your, your photo pass photos are included. So your picture in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, your ride attraction photos and videos, some kind of magic shots and things that you get between both of those parks, you know, unlimited downloads and access to that through the My Disney Experience app. So you get those, all those photos, like whereas at Walt Disney World, you have to purchase Memory Maker uh, in addition, you know, to say G Genie Plus or your regular park package your photos are included uh, via Genie Plus and Disneyland. So this is basically, essentially, it's what MaxPass used to be. I mentioned that up front. Uh, on one of my last visits, I've been to Disneyland, I think, three times. Uh, this will be my fourth visit coming up pretty, pretty soon. And the last time I was at Disneyland in California, I used Mac, MaxPass and loved it. Uh, essentially, it gave you the ability to do all the PhotoPass stuff I talked about earlier, plus uh, the ability to book fast passes like on the fly. Uh, you didn't have to pre-plan all your trip. Uh, you didn't have to pre-plan your, your trip. So once you basically got into the park, uh, you had the opportunity to book your passes 
and um, you know, kind of see what was on. So like, I remember, I think the first time I used it uh, was uh, going on Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland. And then we popped over to Pirates of the Caribbean and, you know, kind of ran around a little bit and used it quite a bit. It was neat. It was convenient. It was right there in the palm of your hand. There's a lot of flexibility in it. And that's one of the biggest pieces, I think, of feedback that Disney received is that, you know, whatever system uh, that they were looking at, there wanted to be some degree of flexibility. Uh, you know, and this is one of the pieces of, so this is not necessarily an original thought. I'll say this uh, kind of just be forward with it. Uh, but one of the pieces of feedback that they've got that I've heard from, from others as well is that uh, it was starting to get a little bit almost too predictable and, and too rigid uh, of an experience where you had to book all your dining reservations 180 days, you know, in advance for the length of your stay. If you're staying on property, you had to do all your fast passes, you know, way in advance as well. And it was a lot of just like, okay, you know what you're going to experience, but like, what if you wanted to change in the last minute? What if you decide, okay, your kids decided they do want to go and do some of the fun roller coasters, or maybe I'm scared and I don't want to do that sort of these last minute changes and, and flexes were a little bit more difficult to do. And MaxPass provided you with a lot more uh, flexibility. I really liked it a lot. It was a great experience. And it's basically at Disneyland. It's essentially going to be the same experience with G Genie Plus, plus, plus <laughs> a few more extras uh, that are in there. Again, at Walt Disney World, you don't get the all the PhotoPass downloads uh, with Genie Plus. It's also only $15 uh, per person per ticket day uh, as opposed to 20 so you know slightly cheaper you know you don't get the downloads uh, memory maker is still a necessary package option 169 dollars to purchase in advance you save about 30 bucks off the price versus purchasing it i think uh, less than four days from arrival so uh, definitely worth purchasing memory, memory maker in advance where you can get grab all those classic photos from across property, those wonderful magic moments, videos, and more. So a lot of really cool stuff you get with PhotoPass access. Uh, Disney Genie Plus is currently priced out, again, uh, $20 per person per day at Disneyland and then per ticket day, and then $15 per person per day at Walt Disney World. It would be very specific very specific. This is not for the length of your stay. So say you're staying five nights, but you only have three days worth of tickets. You're not going to be charged for Genie Plus for five nights. It's only the amount of days you have tickets. So I hope that makes sense. Again, if you've got any questions about this stuff, uh, feel free to let me know. Um, once the release date is available, Genie Plus will be able to be added to advanced reservations. So if you do have a vacation package booked now and your travel dates are going to be passed when Genie Plus has the rollout. Uh, we should be able to add that for you in advance. So one of the advantages that on-property guests have is being able to book Genie Plus before uh, others. So if you're just a regular off-property ticketed guest, you cannot get Genie Plus until a certain time. So there's a few little uh, advantages there for you. Again, we already mentioned that Genie Plus is essentially MaxPass uh, from Disneyland. And what that means is, so again, we mentioned FastPass has been required, but what that means is you will be able to book select attractions uh, via something new called the Lightning Lane. We can assume probably that they're going to be sort of rebranding the FastPass uh, entrances to uh, the Lightning Lane. And again, one attraction at a time, sort of exactly like Max Pass work. And that's on both coasts at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. You can book one lightning lane entrance uh, at a time, you know, per availability. 
uh, for you know your yourself, your travel party, whoever's kind of linked up on your uh, My Disney Experience account there. So that part will work very similarly to 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 Max Pass right there. And again, it's not it's it's not as complicated as I as I'm as I'm if I'm saying it wrong or it's not making sense uh again i'm I'm a big fan of it really enjoyed it and it was it was great so let's drop into the comments real quick and see who all is in here um <laughs> hey tim uh tim elrod says hey man uh he is a he's a night owl on occasion so good to hear from you tim tim is my immediate supervisor at travel nation and uh, he's also one of the co-hosts of the Travel Nation podcast. If you're looking for another great resource talking about Genie Plus, please check out the Travel Nation podcast. They did a bonus episode kind of running through all things all things Genie Plus uh, and, and Lightning Lane and kind of sort of went line by line there, sort of like we're, we're doing uh, tonight a little bit. So, Tim, good to see you. Hope you and the family are doing well. Um, Jen... Uh, says has a question about it. Will Genie Plus give you epic seats to Fantasmic fireworks, etc.? So that is a great, 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 great question. So um, right now, well, first of all, Fantasmic um, is still kind of in hibernation, so to speak. Is, there's not been a relaunch date for it set yet. Uh, so it is, you know, currently on on pause. Uh, but as far as like uh, fireworks to happily ever after or uh, the new uh, show, I believe it's called Enchantment at Magic Kingdom or like uh, Epcot Forever slash Harmonious at, uh, over at Epcot. One would imagine, and we don't know this for sure, again, because all that we've seen right now are speculative lists. So if you go like Google or you go to some of the you know, other, other blog sites that are out there, these are speculative lists. These are, these are not matter-of-fact lists of, of what has been released, of what Disney Plus will include and what you know the, the individual day of Lightning Lane reservations, which we'll talk about here in a second, uh, will include. There's some really good educated guesses out there, but we all that to say is Genie Disney has not released anything for sure. So when they do, I, I will be posting that for the world to see. We may even share that on Travel Tips Tuesday. I'll be sending it out on Facebook. Usually is the first place I respond when news is dropped, and then email, and then we'll follow it up with some Travel Tips Tuesday uh, conversation. So because. In the past, uh, there has been the ability to book a fast pass for fireworks viewing. One would think um, and be able to possibly assume that that might be available to do so for, you know, the fireworks, the, the nighttime spectaculars, if you will. So hopefully that'll be the case, but you never know. So we'll 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 see. Um, we'll see. Hope says, so do we make any reservations with it prior to going? Great question, Hope. So um, as of right now, the way it's going to work is uh, you we would add on um, we would add on genie plus to the package and then from there you would be able to the again you'll kind of go through the process through the my disney experience app where you'll select your kind of preferred you know things and it'll do the free stuff with the general part of genie and from there you'll be able to It'll create a suggested itinerary for you, and then it will start auto-populating uh, some of the times, suggested wait times to uh, that that may be out there, the forecasted wait times, and then it will also have uh, the uh, Lightning Lane kind of time frames. And you can reschedule those. Like if your day flexes a little bit for whatever reason, you can cancel those. You can reschedule them. And again, those Lightning Lane entrances will be done uh, essentially the day of. So on property, on property guests. 
uh, can do those. I believe it's maybe it's either seven o'clock or seven thirty. So I'll have to double check that. Um, the, the morning of your park visit, uh, those can be done uh, that particular day. So these are the the lightning entrances are not done way in advance like fast passes used to be. It's more of a day of kind of thing. Uh, so sort of levels the playing field a little bit. But the other thing is this: if you're a ticket only guest, uh, if you're a ticket only guest. You cannot make those lightning lane selections until uh, the park has opened. So there's some time in there built in for on-property guests to kind of get a leg up and be able to uh, have a few more advantages for folks. So Adam Duckworth is on the line tonight. Hello, sir. He's a president and founder of Travelmation. He's an awesome guy. We've had him on the show before. It's hard to believe it's been slightly over a year uh, since he's been on. And normally he's um, off the clock by now, so to speak. So hello, Adam, if you're still watching. Good to see you, sir. Hope you are doing well. Um, so I, uh, I really appreciate his uh, kind of pouring into our agency and everything that he does for us. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes uh, to, to, to equip our agents well and also to kind of help us focus on the future and, and where we're going and how we're able to serve you all. So thank you, Adam, for that. Hope says, I mean, I know we pay for it, but do we book our first attraction of the day at each park or can we not do that until we arrive at the park? So I'll kind of clarify what I just said. So uh, say... For instance, Hope's family is and some friends are traveling to the Walt Disney World Resort. I won't tell you when, I won't tell you where they're staying, but just know that they are. For instance, for their family, they would be able to book uh, their uh, Lightning Lane kind of entrances um, starting. You can't book like all of them like all day long, um, but they'll be able to start booking theirs. I believe it's either 7 or 7.30. You'll find out for sure uh, the, the morning of. I've heard two different times, and I need to confirm that straight from Disney. So if there's another Travelmation agent listening, feel free to drop that in the comments, and I'll put that up there uh, because I want to kind of shoot straight with y'all. Um, so if that makes sense, you book that the morning of. Don't wait until you get to the park. Uh, ticket, so like ticket only guests. So guests that are staying off property, uh, that are not staying on property, will not be able to to book their Lightning Lane entrances until the park opens. So do it the morning of. Um, also want to mention a few other things, and and I want to be clear because if, uh, if you're familiar with this little attraction at Disney's Hollywood Studios called Rise of the Resistance, um, it currently features a virtual queue system. The free virtual queue system that is currently going on right now prior to the release of Genie Plus will still be available. So we don't know what attractions that it will feature. We don't know, you know, how many uh, openings or boarding groups would be available through the fee free version, but it will be available for guests to use in conjunction with the free part of the My Disney Experience app and the free part of the G Genie, uh, free part of the regular Genie app, not Genie Plus. So that's a great, uh, great question. <laughs> so uh, a few other things to talk about. I want to mention this specifically. So there's something called um, individual attraction selections. Lightning Lane Individual Attraction Selections. So this is very similar to what has been going on in Disneyland Paris uh, the past few weeks, where you can basically purchase the day of up to two per day uh, maximum. You can purchase day of Lightning Lane entrances like, like straight up. Just boom, guaranteed entrance into that attraction. That pricing and the list of attractions, it will be the, the, the more in-demand attractions. So uh, you know, again, we don't have a confirmed list, but we 
do know that will be the more divan uh, attractions like Rise of the Resistance, like Slinky Dog Dash at Hollywood Studios, like uh, like Pandora, the Flight of Passage in the World of Avatar, Animal Kingdom, and the Kilimanjaro Safaris, and you know several others at the other couple of parks. So the pricing for those will be based on you know demand uh, and you know kind of of course the the day of the week, obviously usually midweek, uh, and especially during the school year when kids are still in school. So, typically a little bit cheaper. So the the demand is everything with the pricing with that. So it could be just a few dollars. It could be more than a few dollars. Again, right now, we just, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, but that will be available for guests to book at the popular, at least two attractions per park, up to two per day. So you couldn't just buy one after one, after one, after one, after one, and go on the same uh, attraction, you know, a hundred times in a day if that was possible. Again, the, the pricing and availability for the day of, uh, attraction selections for the paid lightning lane, not Genie Plus, for the paid lightning lane uh, will vary uh, based on availability. So just be aware of that. Uh, other options, there's some other things um, that will uh, be be popping around that I want to kind of add on. This is sort of outside of uh, outside of Genie and, and Lightning Lane, but I want to take a look back at a couple of the comments that. Um, a couple other comments that have been dropped in here. So Hope says uh, we need to make the first ride quickly in the day so we can then book another one before it fills up for the day like mass packs. A absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so that's what I would do. If when you're booking that first lightning lane entrance with Genie Plus, you want to do it earlier on in the day so you can maximize uh, your time there. And again, you know, get that first one, that popular one right up front if you want, whether it's like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Magic Kingdom or Space Mountain or, uh, you know, again, like Frozen Ever After or Test Track at Epcot, you know, some of those kinds of uh, kinds of comments. So let's take a look at the uh, feed here and then see what else has been dropped in. So, yeah, it looks like some others have commented i want to check out the personal feed for our question of the day uh, which as a reminder is this right here uh, where is your next non-disney travel destination uh, for some of you that have popped on let's check out looks like levi's popped on he said raleigh north carolina awesome that's cool so i uh, love north carolina i've got a lot of agents travelmation has a lot of agents in north carolina i have some other friends up that way as well so Great spot indeed. Great spot indeed. Gent, so this is a great question uh, right here about uh, Genie Plus and Lightning and all the things. Will you be able to use it park to park in the same day? Will you be able to use it park to park in the same day? Great question. So, again, if you're doing the park hopper thing, uh, you will, number one, have to have a park hopper ticket. And number two, as of right now, um, park hopping is still going to be subject to availability as of 2 p.m. each day uh, for Walt Disney World. So park hopping will still be a thing. Uh, Genie Plus kind of covers you for your whole experience. So if you move over there, yes. I mean, it, it will it will follow you from park to park. And once you're in the other park, you kind of go through the turnstiles. Uh, you'll be able to select attractions at that particular park. Uh, but your first attractions for the day will need to be selected uh, at that first park of the day uh, where you have your first park reservations. So 
it's one of the things that like I love helping people sort through uh, small things like this, uh, because with any implementation of any new system, uh, some of you may remember when FastPass or FastPass Plus came out and magic bands were starting to be used. With any of those things, there's going to be there's going to be some questions. There's going to be a learning curve. You know, sometimes technology may or may not may decide to, to cooperate. Uh, I'd plan on I plan on using Genie Plus in some of my travels this fall. Hopefully it'll be out uh, when I'm there and around um, some of the Disney destinations. So great question. Uh, great comment. Some of the other things I want to make you all aware of uh, in conjunction with this announcement that was made last week about Genie, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane is that Disney is also making some enhancements to the Disability Access Service Program. So for guests uh, that are not able to stay in lines for long times, uh, you know, for you know, different medical reasons uh, and whatnot, there will be an option to essentially enroll in the disability access service program in advance. It's not a requirement, uh, but it is an option. And if you've, you know, I've had clients that I've worked with, I've had to help kind of coach through the process. I have friends that, that have had to do this. It can, it can be a bit of a, a, a snag, you know, so to speak on your day to uh, have to go to guest relations and go through the process of getting signed up for uh, the access service program earlier on. It's a great, it's a great program. And no, it is not like constant front of line access. Basically the, the way it works is you to, to oversimplify it, you get a return time for an attraction and you come back at that time. So you get a return time based on the current wait time. So like if you go to, if you go to seven dwarves mind train, you know, arguably the most popular attraction at magic kingdom and say the wait time is 60 minutes, you're not going to immediately go in the, in the lane. They're going to tell you to come back in an hour and they're going to like scan your magic band or your, uh, my magic mobile, your phone or, or your ticket. If you have a hard ticket, they're going to scan that. And then you'll go back to the lightning lane entrance and then you'll go down the line at that time or fast pass entrance for, you know, for now. Uh, so it's, it's a super simple program, but it can really help a lot of families out. They have also changed it uh, where you used to be able to bring several people with you. Uh, now I believe it's only um, it's one adult and I think one other uh, guest can go. Uh, so uh, there's that. If you have questions about that, let me know. Uh, but the way they're modifying it is giving guests the options to connect with a Disney cast member in advance and kind of go through that setup process before you get there. Uh, and even uh, there's some talk about giving guests with the disability access service uh, the ability to uh, go ahead and pre-book some of their first attractions. And that's going to be based on forecasted wait times and whatnot. So it's not going to be like exactly the same as like a Genie Plus experience. It's not. Uh, but disability access service is a is a free option, and they do carefully monitor it. If they find people abusing it, um, there is some fine print uh, that one of my uh, good buddies, David Dollar, over at the over at the Main Street Electrical Podcast. And if you have not listened to our episode that we did last week together uh, with them on their feed, definitely go check them out. It was a lot of fun uh, talking with them. Uh, but David uh, David noted that. Um, there is uh, there's some language, some fine print that <laughs> if they catch you abusing it, uh, that particular system that they can permanently ban you from Disney property and you won't be allowed to come back. Your your res your your reservations, tickets, all that kind of stuff will be canceled and not refunded. So they take those things very, very seriously. Um, and, you know, if, if you're one of those folks that decides to abuse it. Uh, I would I would ask that you rethink that because it's kind of taking advantage of it. If that's something that you need that you have questions about and you want to know more about it, uh, please reach out to me. I would love to, to love 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 to uh, to chat with you more about that. Uh, so 
again, uh, these options to sort of pre kind of set your experience will be in addition, in addition to how things are currently operating. For some reason you forget, or there's an issue, you can always still go to guest relations and get things set up uh, when you get there uh, to your per first park of the day. So other options. So other options to experience the Walt Disney World Resort. This has been like drinking through a fire hose tonight, if we're being honest. For all guests at this time, standby lines and some virtual queues will continue to be options. So if you want to stand on the line, you don't want to do the, the Genie Plus thing and, you know, lighting, individual lightning lane selections and all that kind of stuff, then you can still go stand in line. You can still opt to try for one of the virtual queues that will be available as a complimentary option. So with all of this, there is there's there's an option for you. Basically, there's flexibility uh, built into the Genie Plus system, built into the lightning lane system. And I think it'll be a great experience for you again. It may be a learning curve that will take some time to, to understand it, to figure out how it works. Uh, but in my opinion, it will be better than the old, even free fast pass system, especially if you're traveling with large groups, uh, which I've done a handful of times. You know, I remember and this was like 2013, maybe it's spring of 2013. I think it was uh, when I was there with a large group of busload kids and you know, I was just because of my experience with Disney parks and things. I was the guy that was like, this is, this is pre fast pass plus. Uh, I was the guy that was running around to all the fast pass kiosks, grabbing the fast pass tickets while some people were walking to their next attraction. You can go ahead and get your next fast pass at this time. And, you know, I had to check everybody's, uh, you know, park tickets or magic bands or whatever it was to kind of get everything set up. And it was just, a, I mean, it was a lot of work. Uh, there is so much more flexibility that's, that's built into this. I think there's a huge amount of value there. Um, and, uh, you know, everything that I've read that, that I've read, that I've seen, that I've experienced, um, it'll hopefully be good. Even the free options that are, that are going to be out there, I think it's going to be a great product and offer guests an outstanding experience. Uh, if you do have any questions about Disney Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, uh, the old MaxPass system, how things compare, uh, you know, versus a Disneyland experience versus a Walt Disney World experience, please let me know. I would love to talk to you more about that. I don't charge anything extra for my planning fees. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop something in the comments. If you're watching it on uh, either Facebook uh, channel, feel free to message me or drop something in the comments. I would love to touch base with you there. I'm also going to drop my email in the show notes as well. Uh, once this goes live on podcasts, if folks want to reach out. So I just want to be a resource. I want to help. Again, I don't charge anything extra for those planning services. I want to make sure that, you know, my, my clients can focus on their why and just celebrate the magic and have an awesome time along the way. So uh, I want to go ahead and check our comments one more time to see who else is on there. So uh, one more time while we're closing it out, Ian says the way MaxPass used to work, you could really game the system if you were willing to let the next available ride window determine your itinerary you're right so if you could just if you're flexible you kind of go with the flow so you go with the flow sort of people um he's absolutely right so if you're not like oh i gotta do this next i gotta do this next and then you end up waiting four hours to get on like space mountain or something and you lose a you lose that four hour window so uh maybe you just be flexible. You go in it, you try it out, give it a shot. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I think it'll work really, really well. Uh, one last question. Jen says, would you have to buy Genie for your whole trip or for like one day? That's a great question. So Jen, if uh, you are booking a package, so a room and ticket package, your room and ticket package through the Walt Disney company or through, you know, like a, through a travel agent that, you know, book, we book things through directly through Walt Disney world. Uh, then 
yes, it would be for your entire like length of your tickets. If you wanted to do it for individual days, you can still do that, but it's done in a slightly different way, if that makes sense. Um, so there's, there's a couple of different ways to kind of look at it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, for, for memory maker, for example, if you want memory maker for the whole thing, you pay that $169 charge. It's for the length of your trip. You're there. You've you're, you're covered. But if you only want to do it for one day, you can still do that. Uh, but you've got to designate the day and it's done in a slightly different way through the, through the app. And it's just set up, uh, in slightly different way. So yes, uh, you can do it, but it's a little bit, a little bit different. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers your question. Uh, let me take a peek at our comment feed one more time and see if on Facebook and see if uh, anybody else has dropped in tonight. Uh, Jessica says headed out to 38 Rosemary Beach. That sounds like a blast. So once again, thank you everybody for tuning in for this great conversation about Genie, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. Have any questions, throw them my way. I do hope you all have a magical rest of your week. Feel free to come back next week and drop in as we continue our conversation about Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's going to be awesome. Hope you all have a great rest of your night and week. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.